Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church semi-weekly <laughs> follow-up podcast. Relatively weekly. Slash monthly. Uh, <laughs> we are back. I am one of the hosts, Justin Oswald. I'm one of the hosts, Brad Livingston. And we, uh, and we are your host. We are the hosts. We have a third host with a face for radio. Just the dude in the back. Heard John not seen. Sap. Best looking one in the room. Well, <laughs> uh, that's debatable. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, coming off a couple cool weeks. Couple Wrapped cool. up the Nothing But a G Thing series. Did Mother's Day. Mother's Sorry Day we missed Sunday. you guys last week. Uh, there's a lot going on around here, Justin. I don't know what happened last week, but it was something. It's just been, you know. Just been listen, crazy. we don't have to, we don't owe an explanation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going on. Some days yeah. we make it. Some, some days, days we don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, the, we're just glad you're here. It's the relatively weekly. Yeah. Semi-weekly. Somewhat no, we, weekly. We try hard, but sometimes our schedules don't allow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we had Mother's Day Sunday. It was. Yeah, you get old Mother's Day. Mother's Day. We, uh, it's one of those made-up holidays, but, you know, we should appreciate moms. Yeah, I agree. It's a made-up holiday, right? I mean. Is, would that be the same for Father's Day, too, then? Absolutely. Yeah. What can, what, well, what, what holiday isn't? Yeah, what constitutes <laughs> as made-up versus non-made-up? Well, well, I mean, like, made-up by, like, I think, like, Hallmark created Mother's Day. You know, like, could be like that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Financial agenda. They're not like real days. It's not like Christmas. That's like like it's a day. It, it's like a real thing. But it was made up though, right? <laughs> no, someone had to have made it up. You sound like someone who don't believe in Jesus now. <laughs> <laughs> made up. Someone had to have made. Yeah, it. No, what me, I mean, uh, like Veterans Day is a real thing. Like it's a it's obviously it's made up, but like we it, it's a it's a real thing. We're like Mother's Day, Father's. Those are just like Hallmark was like. It's slow this month. We need something to boost sales. Valentine's Day. That, yeah, Day, Valentine's Day, Day is so got stupid. It, got it. So it's not like a national holiday. It's not real. I mean, it makes sense. But. And now, now, don't mishear me. I'm not saying we shouldn't appreciate mothers and fathers and all those things. And whatever. But, or, yeah, or not yeah. veterans, but uh, Valentine's. Uh, or we should yeah. definitely appreciate veterans. <laughs> yeah. We should. Uh, um, but no, I mean, like, did, you know, I did the whole called my mom thing. You know. It was late, though, when I called my mom. Really? Because I fell asleep after church. We did most of our stuff on Saturday. Yeah. Went to Ruby, right. went to Ruby Slipper, ate some breakfast, got there at 8 a.m., and it was still packed. I went to lunch with my mom Saturday. Masha. So. Yeah. No, it was a, you know, we try to do a little something on those days, a little photo photo booth, a little mm-hmm. gift of some kind. A, a Good-looking good photo booth this year to the yeah, they, uh, creative team and events team and all that. Yeah. You can thank um, Ashley's dad as well for yeah for helping that, us out. Which I guess he can be included in the events team. Yeah, by yeah. default. Yeah, by, by default. By default. Yeah. Let he cut all that stuff. Yeah, he cut yeah. them all. Yeah. Oh, cool. She painted them. I guess a couple of the events people. Painted you know, them, I don't know. You know, I don't. Yeah, know. They, uh, they did a great job. No, it looked cool. It looked great. Yeah, they so it was, it was a good day. We had. I, I thought, um, you know, attendance would be a little low Sunday just because it was. Fairly nice outside too, but it was uh it's pretty never know. pretty, pretty yeah. good turnout. Pretty People good brought turnout. their mothers to church. Did. Some did. Yeah. yeah. So 
Yeah, it's a good time. It was good, man. We gave away some gifts. Some, they gave away some roses or flowers. Yeah. I don't know if they were roses, but flowers. They were roses. Yeah, roses. Um, white, white roses. White roses. So, But the other thing about roses, every rose has its thorn. <laughs> as as they say. The great poet once said. The great poet. Um, what's his face? Poison. What, what's his name? Um, Brett Michaels, Michaels. <laughs> the great poet Brett Michaels, the great poet Brett Michaels. <laughs> oh man! Every rose has its thorn. Every rose it's true. Has its yeah. It does. Just like every night has its dawn. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And every cowboy sings a that, sad, sad, sad song. <laughs> Philosopher Justin over here. It's a good, 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 good music. <laughs> But nah, yeah. So and then uh, so this Sunday, like we're coming into a uh, well, I guess we could talk through some of Mother's Day. Yeah, we talked about Mother's Day. You know, the main goal for Mother's Day is Mother's Day is one of those interesting holidays because it's like you want to preach a message around the topic, but not necessarily you don't want to preach a message about moms, but you do want to preach a message that leans into the mother's world a little bit. And so yeah, I mean, um, you want it to make sense for everybody, but definitely. Resonate with moms resonate with on moms. their day, you know. Sure. So that's what we did. Doesn't like some resonation, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the resonates. Uh, yeah, no, it's it it is uh helpful, you know, to like get into that construct and communicate to moms. So the main goal for Sunday was really just to help moms see. Uh, this is gonna sound weird to say like this, but help moms see what they're not. Because I think so many moms like try dads. Right. <laughs> Moms aren't dads, <laughs> you know. Correct. No, that yeah, is true. They're moms. Yeah, despite what culture may tell you, um, moms aren't dads. So we'll talk about that in another another a different podcast. podcast. That's a real um, podcast. But <laughs> the uh, you know, moms aren't you know, you're not a savior, you're not a superhero, you're not a superwoman. You know, now you may, you know, you you may have very courageous. You know, uh, you you may have a lot of courage. You may have a lot of strength. You may have a lot of the things that certainly look that way. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I think I said at the end of the sermon, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, a lot of times we think that, I mean, I believe moms, people in general, but moms specifically in this scenario, um, you know, essentially empty themselves out of their strength and everything else, trying to be, um, a savior or essentially trying to be God maybe to their families. And the, you know, what we said Sunday, it's like, man, your, your family doesn't need an empty version of you doing your best. You know, they need a, they need any version of you that's just connected to God. You know, the best thing you can do for your family is be a, uh, a vessel by which God flows through to touch them. Um, and, and that's that you know, trying to help families get there. But we did that by walking mothers through the, who Jesus is to them, people, all people, but mothers specifically. You know, so he's your peace when you've been at war, like you know that whole whole thing that we talked about on Sunday. I think Justin has some of those. I don't, I left my phone at home today, so it sounds nice. It's actually. I can't tell you how many times I went to grab it. it is like today. like no reason to grab it. Just like oh yeah. Like and it's not there, and I'm like, oh, lots. Okay. So you yeah, so you said uh, he's your peace when you feel like you've been waging war. Yep. 
Use your, um, use your peace when you feel like you've been waging war. Used Philippians four four through seven. There's the scripture. Yep. Um, he's your strength when you feel like you've given all your strength away. Yep. Especially his moms. Right. You know. Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine. Um, but my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, he's your hope when you feel like situations are hopeless. Mm-hmm. That's a good one for some moms, especially like if you're. A single mom out there trying to make it in the world and single mom take care of your kids and or all like things. kids are older. You oh, know, that's so they're good. they're navigating their faith journey, you know. So it's like yeah. I don't know if I don't know if my kids are gonna love God. I'm, I'm giving my best, I'm doing what I can't, you know, like all those all those postures. Um so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's which one did I just say? He's your uh, hope when you feel hope you know, yeah, when you feel things are maybe hopeless. hopeless. Uh, Romans fifteen thirteen the scripture there. Um, he's your place of rest when you feel restless. Mm, yeah, that's uh, we got into the the idea of not just rest like mom needs more sleep, but like rest as in like <sighs> real rest. Know, like I'm oh, oh. not just like my body's tired and I need to like we said sleep, but like man, my soul is tired. Like I'm just empty. I'm exhausted. You know, no and, doubt. And, Jesus brings rest. Anyway, what is that? Matthew. Matthew 11, 28, 29. 11, 20, 29. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Rest for your souls, John. That's for your souls. souls. Not rest for your, just for your mind, or for, but for your soul. Right. Soul rest. And then he's your comfort when you are uncertain about the next season. Yeah. And for that one, we were kind of talking about Again, all moms, all people, but definitely moms who have lost something or lost someone. You know, Mother's Day is not a great day for every mom at the end of the day. You know, it's like Mother's Day kind of sucks for some moms, you know. Um, I know for my wife, Mother's Day is the most difficult day of the year for the most part. She lost her mom. You know, the Lord took her mom home, incredible woman, believer. Um, She's in heaven. You know, she's with Jesus right now, um, but that's tough. My wife's the only child, so that's harder. Um, she became a mom, and the Lord took our son home. So, like, not, <clears throat> you know. And then to layer on top of that, Volcom, our oldest dog that we've had since before we got married, died on Mother's Day last year. Oh, my really? Wife, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. My wife's just like, you know what, man? Like, <laughs> you know, so... Uh, I was actually really proud of how she's allowed God to do, continue the healing in her heart. Um, you know, but so all that to say is, you know, Mother's Day's for some people is a harder day, you know? Yeah. Um, and he's also the one that brings comfort when you're kind of unsure about the next season, you know, do to the moms out there that, you know, maybe miscarried or something. Do we want to try again? He's comfort in the next season, you know? Do uh, for the moms who've navigated loss and they're thinking about adoption or, or something like that. He's the comfort the next season. The moms that don't know that they even want to try to love someone else because everyone that they've tried to love has, seems to it just doesn't work out or whatever. Um, he's comfort in the next season. So just trying to, you know, give moms permission to grieve a little bit. Sometimes I feel like, especially if they have other kids or a needy husband. Like, they don't get a chance to, like, sit in their own emotions for a while. And so, encouraging, like, he can be your comfort as you're figuring out what the next season holds. So, you know, that was the, kind of the lean on that particular point. 
Yeah. So, because Jesus is, he is that. Yeah, we used uh, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had a little uh, yawn there. Um, speaking of tired. <laughs> good. A good yawn. Yeah, I needed a little, I needed to be a little afternoon. You didn't hit it with that, the uh, echo chamber afterward. You know, like, you, uh, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, so I didn't feel as appropriate for our viewing. <laughs> so <audience>. I did it. <laughs> uh, like yeah, right, right, right. So yeah, that was uh, that was basically as always. Go back, watch, listen, watch whatever you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Get the um, whole thing. And so we kind of segued into speaking of. Then we kind of said we we started the whole thing talking about hide and seek. Were you guys hide and seekers when you were kids? Of course. Yeah, John. Were you? Were, was it like just like the people in your house, or were you? Did y'all do like the neighborhood hide and seeks? Well, I didn't really live that. in a neighborhood like that. No, so no. not necessarily. Oh, bro, we had neighborhood hide and seeks. We did hide and seek with airsoft guns. Yeah, that was fun. Right we didn't do that. I mean, I didn't really live in a neighborhood like that where we could do that. But yeah. like, we would definitely play hide and seek. You know, cousins and friends over. Mm-hmm. We used to do it a lot inside, and I don't know yep. why the name changed. And I'm just now thinking of this now that it's coming to my head. But okay. we used to call it the dark game. Huh? It's, it's weird now that I'm a saying. Ouija board? Like, yeah, what you like? No, the, the, it was, it, it, I don't well, know. Ouija. We would do it like in a room. So, like, this yeah, when we like were kids, it was like me and my brother and then my stepsisters were there. So, like, we just would f- try to find stuff to do. Yeah. It's like we'd be in board. one bedroom, like, playing hide and seek. Yeah. You know? Huh. <laughs> That's You're, the thing. So, I see you. So, you would turn the <laughs> lights off, and then the idea is like, it, it was, it's. Not dark. entirely comfortable with dark this game. Yeah. And then you like move around like it was a dark game. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I got, I I got really you. But that. I mean, we did outside stuff too, but I didn't like, I didn't live in the neighborhood like you did. Yeah. So my my parents, y'all been to PD's house. Yeah. It's right there on the corner. Yeah. So all the kids from like that street and this street and this street would come. And like, so we used to have, so for those that, my dad has a like a circular driveway. And right there on the curve, there used to be a basketball pole right there that we would play basketball on and stuff. And that was like home base. Yeah. So like it was almost like like tag meets hide and seek. So if you got to home base, like you know what I mean. So no. um, did y'all play freeze tag? We didn't do a lot of freeze tag. Most of what we did was at nighttime, and it was a lot of just hide and seek. And because we had, you could go every direction. You know what I mean? It was just like what's yeah. what's the other freeze tag? The 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 super freeze tag or whatever. Are you talking about where you got to go like under, under the legs, legs and stuff? What's that yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never did that. I forgot what it's called. Uh, what is that called? I, got, I don't have my phone. Something it it's freeze tag, but like, like deluxe freeze tag. Or d- yeah, super duper, <laughs> super duper freeze, <laughs> super duper freeze tag. Yeah, uh, if you yeah. got tagged, you were you were name. frozen, but then get unfrozen, somebody to go under your legs. Yeah, I remember that. Huh. So yeah, so the um, we play hide and seek, and you know the kids coming from every direction. That was crazy. That was I mean there was twenty kids playing hide and seek at nighttime. You would never see that now. That would never happen. No, it would be cool though. Like kids, kids don't get to so it wasn't really yet. hiding till you you had to make the home base. So you were hiding just so you weren't found, and then when whoever's seeking goes over there, you run. Yeah, the home so base. if you were hiding and you saw that they saw you and they were you coming to towards you, you could dart out. And if you could run faster than they could, you could get to home base. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So then once you tagged home, you were good. So I don't know where these rules came from. No, you just make them up. You just, yeah, yeah, you really just made, make them up. Them up. So. Someone came up to me Sunday and was like, because I, I was calling it hide and go seek. And they're like, why do you call it hide and go seek? And I was like, I don't even know. I think that was my subconscious. I, we, I remember calling it hide and go seek. 
But also, I, they were just I, calling it hide and seek. Me too, both. Uh, hide and yeah, seek. Yeah, so I was like, they were asking me. I was like, I don't even remember saying that out loud. Like, yeah, but I'm just, sure I did because I, 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 I know I remember seek, saying Hide and go that. seek. Hide and go seek. So, yeah. So, man, we used to play all over the neighborhood. We, had, we were jumping fences. We were in strangers. Riding bikes. Right, man. It was crazy. We used to ride. I used to come over to Pensacola from, we lived out in Pace, you know. But, yep. Um, my cousin lived in Scenic Heights, so like a big neighborhood. You know, we were always out on bikes and yeah, ride absolutely. to the park and stuff. And it was great, man. What a we'd what be a, gone for time. hours. Yeah, bro. My pa- no cell phone. They didn't worry. I remember when my buddy got a pager because his parents worked at like AT and T or something or Altel or something. And he was like thirteen. They gave him a pager, so when it was time for him to come home or they wanted to check on him, they would page him. He had to go to a payphone. My my back. thing is like we were. Wow. They didn't worry. I mean, I'm sure, like, if it got too late. Yeah, his parents were worried. So my parents, I, no, they didn't worry about it. I mean, we were 10 years old. We'd be riding the bike in the streets. And we'd be, yeah, we knew, like, I think we had boundaries at my cousin's house. They'd be like, don't go to the other side of Hilltop. Creighton, don't go to Creighton. Don't go past Hilltop. You gotcha. know, yeah, like, yeah, we had yeah. these, like, boundaries. But, like. You know, because Hilltop gets a little busy. If you if you know Scenic Heights, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking yep, about. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and Langley, like Langley, Creighton, Hilltop, all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like we'd go to the Tom Thumb, but we'd be like out all oh, day yeah. riding bikes. We had, you know, now it's six kids store, but it used to be the Conoco. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, ten mile and ten mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we used to ride our bikes. We would go out the backside of our neighborhood. There's a privacy fence. But we had kicked out like four slots, so you could crawl through there and then get your bike through there. And we would ride to the Conoco just but, but the or ro- walk. But the whatever. roads connect. But if you wanted to go the back way through the neighborhood, but from my dad's house, oh. if you just went this way instead of all the this way, way you could just bloop and you were right there. Yeah. So we that? used to do that all the time. Bloop and then you were oh, right there. Cool. Yeah, we used to go to that same store, but we, I was always at Tyler's house and Fox Run. Yep, yep. and or JC's or JC's, and yeah. we would come up and do. Yeah, so we used all, to hit that all of uh. Time. All of my friends and they all lived close. Yeah, we were all close to each other. Yeah. So, um, Fox Run, um, Fox Run, Quail Run, and then uh, Ten Mile. Backside, Ten Backside Mile. Backside, Ten Mile. Yeah, which is always interesting because those were like Ferry Pass, like the school districts in middle school in particular. It was like Ferry Pass. It was like the convergence. It was like right there on the line. So like literally I could throw a rock and hit people that went to Ransom or Ferry Pass, but I went to Brentwood. So it was like well, and Ten Mile crazy. 10 Mile at one point, they changed the district. 10 Mile was the Tate cutoff. Yep. Jace. Tate Woodham cutoff, yeah. Well, then they even moved it. JC was on the north side, but even yep. they moved it up. Yeah. And he had to go to Woodham. Yep. So, I remember that. He didn't like Surely that. all of you guys that are listening care about this. But, yeah, yeah so we used, to, we used to ride everywhere, man. We used to go all over the place. Um, I remember, like, two miles from my parents' house is a Winn-Dixie that had a huge loading dock on the back with, like, oh, yep. all these stairs and, and rails and stuff. We used to go skateboard up there. I mean, I'm talking about, like, 14. We would just skateboard two miles and skate at the Winn-Dixie and get kicked out by the security guards. And, like, I remember doing all that, bro. Like, I remember, I remember being – I remember I was 11 or 12 years old. My dad – um the manager of DeLuna Lanes at the time started working for my dad in the financial services. So he was still the manager, but he was also doing that like as a side hustle. And this is when I was playing. Like I was just getting into like tournament pool. Um, and so I would go up there. I would ride my bike to DeLuna Lanes, the bowling alley close to my parents' house or my parents' neighborhood, chain my bike up to the handicap 
parking sign and play pool in the bowling alley by myself for hours because he just, like, gave me the little key to get the ball. So I'd have to pay for all of that. And, like, 12 years old in a bowling alley yeah. by myself. Like, what is going on? Like, thinking about it now, I was like. Parents man, wouldn't do that. That's crazy. Parents wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah I mean, they would tell us. Sure not. Like, we'd have to stay out. Like, we couldn't go in and out. And then it's yeah, don't like, y'all come in and out of this house. Yeah, and then it was Close like door. a lot of times it's just no one even the option like to just be in the house. Yeah, y'all need, no, yeah, y'all, y'all go, go outside. Y'all get out here. Now that I'm older, I realize my parents we're just getting on our parents' nerves. But like, yeah, yeah get but out, there's go. no reason to be in it's here. Too much noise. Being, being loud. You want to eat when you're in there. Yeah, you want to yeah, eat snack, snacking. Yeah, you costing us money. Yeah, yeah, I was rarely ever home when I was a teenager. Yeah, barely. Well, I was for different reasons but yeah no like just it's crazy bro it's crazy to think about now like and i even told the story i remember playing sardines do y'all ever play sardines is that everything for you i don't know what that is so sardines is a game where it's like hide and go seek but it's reversed so one person is it and they go hide and everybody's looking for that person but you're indoors and you turn all the lights out pitch black and so one person hides. Everyone's looking for that one person. But if you find them, you just hide with them. And the last person to find all the people that are hiding in the same <laughs> spot is now the person that goes and hides the next time. Okay. And it's hilarious because if you got 10 or 12 people playing, naturally the person that's hiding hides in a closet or in a shower or under the pantry or something. So by the time 10 people are trying to fit into this tiny little space – it ain't working. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's so funny, bro. So like we used to, we would hide in there and there was one time, uh, one of the people hid in the shower and it was those old, one of the older houses where you push the thing in for the shower to work. Oh yeah. And so every time somebody else would get in the shower with us, they would bump it and the water would come on <laughs> and we would all get sprayed. And they're like, we'd have to, you know, like we turn it off, turn it off, you know, cause you're trying to be quiet. Cause the person, people, everybody looking for somebody. Oh, we never so, played that. It was that's, hilarious, that's bro. That's a new one. That's yeah, a new that one. was a great game. Great game. Um, a lot of... Kids don't do stuff like that. A lot of uh, hands placed in it. Because you can't see. So you're just like walking around like this. And as you can imagine, a lot of teenagers, boys and girls playing a game like that. Well, get out of teenagers are just trying but, to get a little older now. But... What's crazy is you drive through a neighborhood these days, you don't see a lot of kids out. You don't. It's not a thing. So best hiding spot for sardines. If anyone's listening to this and you ever play sardines with kids... Or whatever, like, or as adults even. Best hiding spot for sardines is just to walk around with everyone else. <laughs> like, walk around <laughs> to the backside of them and, like, wait until they're ready no, to just go. walk around. It's pitch black. So, if Justin's hiding, because, it, so when you're looking for the people, you're bumping into everybody. You can't see anybody. So, you're just walking around with your hands out and you, like, find so a wall or you, you find a person. how to find the person then? Because you'll finally, like, you'll get to a wall and you kind of, like, start feeling around. And so you'll feel, like, a leg of someone, like, hiding under a couch. And you're like, oh, I found Uh him. Instead of being like, hey, I found him, you're just like, oh, snap. So you just, like, get underneath. Like, so you get behind the couch, too. You know, it's like, so everyone does that. So if you're just out walking around with everyone. They never find Everyone, yeah, everyone's looking for you, but you're just walking around. It's genius. I hacked the system. So it's a never-ending game. Essentially, yeah. Except... I've always had like a different stature. Like, I've always been bigger than everybody else. So at some point, somebody will bump into me and be like, "Like, 
dude, you're supposed to be hiding. And I'm like, no, you caught me. So Bradley. Yeah. Uh, one time they all just started walking with me. So we just had a mob of people moving. <laughs> the last person finally figured it out. Good so times. It was great. That's what it. That's what kids need, man. Good times. Hey, it's, good old hide and go games. seek. They just need to be kids again, you know? Uh, you don't see that very like often. Kids we didn't need kids, toys man. even. We didn't need stuff. Yeah. We had some toys, but it wasn't like. I mean, we just needed right bikes. Now. That's all we wanted was our bikes. Of course, our game system was a like Game Boy. Once it got dark outside, you couldn't use it anymore on a road trip because the screen didn't light up, you know? like. I just mean, like, you could have fun for hours just, like, playing hide-and-go-seek or tag and stuff like that. Absolutely. Maybe it still does happen. We just don't, you know, we're not around those kind of kids. Maybe. You know? I'm trying to think of, I saw somewhere, and I, I noticed it, and I thought to myself, there's a lot of kids out in this neighborhood, which is cool, but it was... Like abnormal. Like you run through, you ride through Fox Run right now. Even after school, like a three p.m. Kids ain't out. Bro. They're not out. <clears throat> we got some teenagers in my neighborhood. They walk down the street a lot, but they're not like out playing. We just see them walking around. Yeah, right. You know, going from one house to another, probably. Or what's well, so funny too? Them. Like Gary V has talked about this, how a lot of parents will cite safety. Yeah. And he talks about how the how like at one point he said everyone just felt like he's like it seems like if you start talking to parents, parents were scared that their kids were going to get kidnapped. It's like they started talking about kidnap stories on TV and like these outliers. It's like it's safer even right now, safer than it's ever been to let your kids be outside and play. Like, yes, there are bad things that happen, sure, and you can hear of those stories that. You know, some creep well, comes through and gets kidnapped. Too, and you're at Walmart. You know I mean, like we probably drifted a little further away from our parents out of Walmart or Barnhills well, or something than we probably right. should have. You know, what oh, mean? I'm but, sure that they. But in your neighbor, yeah, I, you know, I think yeah, yeah you're you obviously know. bad stuff can happen. Sure, um, but those are outliers. At the end of the day, it's like it's safer than it's ever been. Like you know, <laughs> but sure. it's like this fear that I guess is legitimate when you talk to parents. Like, of course, of course, I'm scared something's gonna happen. But I just, it's not like our parents didn't care about us when you think back then. Like. No, it's like they not. cared about us, but they didn't worry about that. Yeah, I guess right. I don't understand. I don't know how the mind where the where the shift happened in uh, the internet and, and thinking. The internet, you know, it ruined it everything. Yeah, it really did, though. No, for, but you know, I think uh, one of the other things that, like, even going along with that, like, I w- I wonder, I wonder if a lot of this next generation aren't going to be like entrepreneurs and stuff. Because their problem-solving abilities aren't as heightened as they are now. You know what I mean? Like, like think about what we, like, we would have to, like, engineers. Like, we would engineer stuff. Like, I mean, let's build this bike ramp in the neighbor's front yard or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, we right. were, like, and I'm not saying no kids are engineers. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if there's a dip in those, if there's going to continue to be a worse dip in those types of industries over time. Because, like, kids aren't learning how to figure stuff out at a young enough age. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah problem solving abilities and even like so this is way off topic but we're here so i wonder if like even i wonder if the current generation of young people's inability to cope with pain has anything to do with the fact that they don't play outside and stuff like when you were with your friends and you were a mile from your house and you wrecked your bike oh yeah you just had to you figure it out. Figure it out, bro. I yeah. remember one time my cousin in that we were that 
riding bikes uh, at Scenic Heights Elementary. We were in the neighborhood. We we go ride around the school. Like, uh, we shouldn't be the summertime, so no one was there, right? But like, yeah. we would be hauling the. It was all like it was it was outdoor, like covered sidewalks right right and like the concrete was real smooth so sometimes like a little bit of sand would get on it so you get real fast and then kind of like so we would just go have fun Ooh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but my cousin um he was kind of like you know you would stand up on the pedals and pedal, yep, yep, yep. and he slipped he did something he slipped up but his knee hit the front of like the handlebars but like this piece on his handlebar jabbed into his leg Jeez. sliced into him Oof. and it was bleeding and we're far. I mean, he was a little hurt, but it wasn't like he wasn't yeah. like, you know, out of it. But he just he had gum in his mouth. Put the gum on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, and we just for real, he's bro. like, well, let's head back. But for now, you yeah. Know. yeah. All right, man. I've used super glue on numerous occasions yeah. to fix stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's what I say. Like I wonder if like like bro, back in the day, you, you there just weren't no. a lot of options. I remember I, we used to. I got soaked. It had been. It would rain earlier. We were out riding bikes. Yep. On the side of the road, car come by, hit a puddle, like yeah. literally soaking wet. Yeah, I mean, if that happened, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. That's I remember. Kind of point. Bro, like, we used it? to ride. I remember as I got a little bit, a little bit older. We used to ride bikes where the target is now in Nine Mile. They used to be like a Nothing. low key. There was a bunch of woods, and in there yeah. was like a BMX pit. We would ride bikes in there and stuff. And I remember riding in there one time. And, bro, like, I got hurt, hurt. No cell phone. Can't call my mom. Yeah. I'm seven miles from the house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a that's a drive, let alone a ride on the bike. And we had re- we rode up there. Yeah. And, bro, I remember I was, like, hurt, hurt. Like, and you just had to, like, take some time. Like, <laughs> walk it off. Get over it. Walk <laughs> it off. You know what I mean? And, like, I think we ended up calling, you know, one of our boys and – so, like or calling the mom of one of our friends at um a payphone or something um i think it was at that hardy's yeah not a hardy's anymore but it used to be a hardy's right there and um but still like it was just one so i wonder if it's like bro you just had to figure it out oh you're hurt like it's gonna be three hours before your mom gets here or before you can even get to a phone to call you're like yeah it's just weird how things change i mean i was listening to jordan peterson not that long ago and he's a clinical psychologist but he was it was a tiktok of him but he was talking about how parents if your kids are doing something dangerous but they're doing it carefully you should let them Mm. and the video was a picture of a kid doing something and it's his audio from like one of his talks or something so it went with the the little video of the tiktok so it made sense gotcha but this kid must have been like four years old or something but he's like in the backyard and he's like climbing on something he probably shouldn't be but he was being really careful about it and you could tell he was and he was talking about how as parents is how you help your kids grow up is when your kids are doing something dangerous but they're doing it carefully like you should let them, yeah, and that's how they. That's how they I could see that. Something right. yeah, and I was like, "Wow, that's kind of." But so, how many parents, especially in our generation now, would would run up and get off of no, there no, no, and no, be no, careful no. and you know, like go into mom mode? Which you know? I get. I mean, I get it. I get but that also, too. Yeah, he's right. I mean, he's not. At some point, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. I've done it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And I get it you want to protect your kid, right? Yeah. No, yeah, hundred percent. So I was like, "Where's the line?" You know, but I, but I do get that. I obviously, I like, there's, you wouldn't let the kid, like, be on the edge of a cliff. Like, yeah, obviously, there is a line. <laughs> right, right, right. But, I hope not. Like, yeah. in, the, in the world, there are things that, you know. No, I saw that happen here. Franny, Vincent and Franny. Oh, uh, yeah. Their youngest. The, yeah. With bro, they're, yeah, they're like, like, I remember I was watching him one time. He was climbing into, 
he had this little like fake shopping cart mm-hmm. and uh he was climbing into it and I'm looking at it and I'm like Man, he's gonna fall and so I look at Franny and Franny looks at me and I look at him and Franny looks at him and then she looks at me she's like he'll be alright and so like this is your second kid right yeah 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 the youngest yeah. yeah so like then he fell out and she was like oh see told you <laughs> like she like you know like unbothered um and he just got up flipped the car back over push it over to her and crawl back in the well, again. Like, well I, I, like, I think sometimes kids cry with the pa- the, the parents reaction is what makes the kids they realize when when mom or dad freak out 100%. oh my god you okay and then they're like oh my I guess nephew, i did something my wrong. nephew did that we were wrestling <laughs> my nephews so my nephews are a good bit younger than me and my cousin so mo- or not my nephews my cousins my youngest cousins are older than me and the rest of my cousins so me my sister tommy cindy my cousin Shane Deidre, we're all in the same age bracket. Then my aunt, my dad's sister, her boys are about six to ten years younger than us. So she just had kids later. Then so my, it's my dad, my uncle, and my aunt. They were siblings. My dad, and my uncle, they all had all their kids around the same time. She had her kids later. So Ryan and Brady, and I remember Ryan was like all star baseball player even when he was younger. And I remember one time he was like nine. We were wrestling. And something happened, and he dislocated his thumb. Like, homeboy's thumb was, like, sticking out this way. But he didn't cry. A, like, grew up playing in the dirt, getting hurt. You know I mean? He's just a boy. And so he walks over, and he like, he was holding it like it hurt, but, like, wasn't freaking out, wasn't crying. Walked over to his mom. He's like, hey, I hurt my thumb. She loses it, like, because she's a protector. Like, loses it. She freaks out. And the second she freaks out, he freaks out and he loses it. So he's screaming and crying. <laughs> she's screaming and crying. So I've literally watched like someone be like, Oh man, I know my thumb's not supposed to go that direction. And like, then the mom freak out and then the kid instantly freaks out. So, well, yeah. so especially even young little kids, they're yes. not even they're, they're two years old. Well, they'll cry because they're not really, they don't want to cry, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, but or even if it, yeah, maybe it hurts, but it's just because it's an unfamiliar feeling. Like, or you not, s- they're crying because you scared them, not because right. whatever yeah. they did hurt them. Yeah. you know, like there's yeah, that. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Um, but so, it's just yeah. it's just interesting how this generation's this generation that's coming up, their ability to tolerate pain, uncomfortability, stress, their ability to problem solve. I think all of those things are impacted by kids not playing outside and not you know doing whatever um not not letting them take risks you know i think entrepreneurs are going to be in an all-time low um like not entrepreneurs and like i started an instagram account but like i created a product that is changing the world and changing how the world operates right i think they're gonna be at all-time low because we haven't encouraged people to fail because um, they haven't been in environments where failure has been encouraged and or at least permitted you know or that they could fall or they could oh man like let me learn how to build this bike ramp or you know, like I remember I hit, I remember we used to play hockey in my parents' driveway. I love playing roller hockey when I was a kid. We used to play hockey in my parents' driveway. So you remember like the garage doors, they had those glass like windows, like repeating. So after we broke like 10 of those with a hockey puck in a row, my dad was like, y'all got to stop playing hockey. And I was like, how about I just figure out a way to not break those windows anymore? So I built this little thing, dude, at 12 built this this panel essentially was just wood like but we figured out how to like hang it from the easement that came out over the garage door so we figured out how to hang it from that so it blocked the windows i was 12 yeah 
but like problem solving abilities and, and like, Oh, here's an issue. How do we overcome the issue as opposed to just like, Oh, we can't do that anymore. You know? Right. Now that I'm thinking about that, it makes a lot of sense as to why I am the way that I am. <laughs> but like, yeah, man, yeah, it's, like, th- it's just thinking, you know, thinking through cr- some of yeah, that critical you know? thinking, creative thinking s- solutions. So, so well, all that to say, happy mother's day. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, uh, we hit several topics today. Boy, did we. Yeah. So, so. let your uh, kids do dangerous stuff carefully. <laughs> make them go outside. And make them go outside. Oh, man. And, uh, it didn't matter what time of the year it was. July, August, January. You know, it had to be hot back then. It just didn't feel as hot to us, I guess, as kids. Yeah, no. why is that? Like, nowadays, it just feels god-awful. That's because we have to wear, like, we were outside for like eight hours at a time. Well, you know yeah, how like we're out there with you, no shoes and shirtless. So. Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't mind being dirty. Yeah, you didn't mind being. I dirty. hate being dirty. Yeah, like the, I like if you played in the dirt, like you just, yeah, you just didn't care. Like yeah. you just like, you know, what a time. I wonder when that changed. Those are the good old days. No, I, I do remember when I was little. When we'll, we'll end with this. This is funny. I did not like to walk on wet grass. In the morning, like grass, like, like dew, dew in the grass. Okay, I didn't want to walk on that. Top. I didn't just, I didn't like bare being barefoot on grass anyway. My what? I feel that. No, I, I like being barefoot. Feel like, if I was out there for like more than five minutes, I'd be like scratch my feet. Uh, scratch I my feet. Me. I like a good. It feels a good grass, like a good like healthy, soft grass, like yeah, a good healthy. Grass. Taking Not the care. Saint Augustine, but like the planted grass. Yeah, yeah. good grass. Scots, Scots. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Scott's grass. Scott's grass, man. It's a type of grass. grass. It's the good grass. And now we've gone on to our advertising segment. Yeah, right, right. right. Scott's grass. <laughs> Scott's grass. Grow greener. And, uh, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. It's, so, it's, funny it's, enough, you that reminded me of something. So, Ashley makes fun of me. So, when I walk barefoot, I walk on the outside of my feet with my toes up. Why? I don't even, I, I don't even know that I'm doing it. I just, that's how I walk. So, like, kind of on the outside, as little of my foot touching the ground as possible. So, like, outside of my feet, toes up, and I walk like that. I didn't notice it until Ashley pointed it out, like, a year ago, her and Eli. Um, And they were like, bro, why do you walk with your toes up? And I was like, what are you talking? And so, I started, now now I'm very, like, conscious of it. Um, But I've pinned down the reason that I do that. So, um, back in the day, my, between my grandma and my aunt and uncle, they lived across the street from each other. So we would go visit them. The road was hot. The road was hot. And and had the tiny stones. The rocks. In it. So mm-hmm. I wanted as little of my foot to be touching as possible so they didn't stab it in the middle of my foot. Yeah. And so I got used to walking like that. And then the same thing when we moved here, the beach, I would walk on the outside a little as foot touching the asphalt as possible so you get to the painted lines. Yep. Because the white lines aren't as hot as the black asphalt. That's right. So like I got used to like doing it. So now it, I still do it and I don't even realize I'm doing it. That's funny. I'm 35 years old and I walk, I still walk when I'm barefoot. I walk like that. Hey, so I'll things stick with you. Go ahead, Justin. Huh? You didn't finish what you were saying. Did you he, finish it? He doesn't like, uh, you not like do on the grass. Oh, okay. I thought you uh, had no. like a story for the reason why you didn't like that. No, I just didn't like it. You just didn't like I didn't want okay. wet grass on my shoes. Gotcha. I st- I'm still that way. Hey, you know, I'm still yeah, still that way. You know, so all right. Well, um, yeah. Well, if any of this conversation made you go, boy, I really want to hear more from those guys. This is a great podcast. Uh, you should come to our church. <laughs> you should come to our church, uh, or you can listen to other stuff, or you can find out more information about us. 
TransformationChurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. That's it. So. Boom. Yep. We appreciate you guys tuning in. For real. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week for another week, another sermon, another follow podcast. See you guys. Hopefully. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at Brad Livingston underscore and at Justin Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.